to be able to come into God's presence, to be able to worship the Lord in the spirit, hallelujah, of holiness, hallelujah. There's no sound. Hmm. Amen. So, let's see if we can get through this again. Praise the Lord. All right. Grace and peace be multiplied to all of you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hopefully you all can hear. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hopefully you can hear now. Amen. We got everything together. Amen. And the sound should be working fine now. We're not going to have a stream without sound today. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we bless God today for all of his grace, for all of his mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for God being with us. God bless you. God bless you to all of you who are joining us. To God be the glory. So again, we honor the Lord for each of you joining us on this morning. We are looking forward to God ministering to us and meeting the need on today and for and, and for him to speak to our hearts. Amen. And we thank God for another day to come together to worship in the presence of the Lord. We want to welcome everybody that is watching us this morning by uh, Facebook Live or Periscope. Hallelujah. Or if you are listening to us by way of our podcast, and we're not going to name all the podcasts, but we're on several aggregators. And so we want to thank God for Spotify and for iHeartRadio and Spreaker and all of the rest of them. We bless the Lord. This morning, there is a word from the Lord, but are you ready for worship? I don't know about you, but I'm ready to just give God praise, to give God worship, to give God honor. And so before we do that, amen, I just want to open up with a word of prayer, amen. And I just want us to pray together on this morning. Amen. So can you pray with us as we are preparing for service today? Can you just set your heart to get a hold of God on this morning? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you and we give you glory. God, we give you this service on this afternoon and we say, God, be glorified. We want you to be honored. We want you to be lifted up. We don't want flesh to be seen. And God, we just ask you that you would release your word, that you would release your anointing. God, in the name of Jesus, let every person near and far let be able to receive what the Spirit is saying to the church today in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just give you glory and honor. We magnify you for moving in our midst. We cancel every assignment of the enemy right now. We curse the works of flesh. We curse every assignment, oh God, that the enemy would send to try to block, oh God, to try to prevent your word from going forth with power and authority. We thank you today, God, hallelujah, that you are Lord. You are Lord over everything. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord. And so we thank you and we submit ourselves to you today. In Jesus' holy and mighty and matchless name, amen and amen. Listen, are you ready to just get into the presence of the Lord? I don't want to belabor the hour, but I just really just came to give God praise today and to give him honor. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we want to just be ready for God to do what he wants to do and for God to move in our midst on tonight, uh, on today, I'm saying tonight. Pray, okay? My mind is on nighttime. Hallelujah. But amen. Let's prepare our hearts and let's go into the presence of the Lord. Let's lift our hands wherever you are. Forget about whatever's going on around you. Forget about what's going on in the world for five minutes. And let's just get into the presence of the Lord and let's just worship 
amen, the Lord, in the spirit of holiness, amen, let's just give God honor, let's just magnify him, because he alone is worthy of all of our praise, I don't care what's happening around us, God is still worthy, and we have got to posture and position ourselves so that as his presence, amen, as the worship is going forward, amen, that we can just lay prostrate wherever we are. If you're in your living room, lay on the floor and just get in his presence. If you're driving in your car, just pull over for a second just so that you can just let the, the worship just move, amen, and minister to you, amen, and speak to you where you are. Whatever it is, amen, that you are facing today, I am convinced Hallelujah, that as we get into the presence of the Lord, that God is going to speak to us right where we are. Let's go in to the presence of the Lord.
bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy and righteous name, hallelujah, we just thank God on today, amen, all we need is just one word, all we need is just one word from God, hallelujah, and that is all it takes, listen, once we hear from God, that fixes everything, not some things, not one thing, not two things, but everything. And so to God be all the glory and the honor for all that he is doing. Listen, we are going to prepare our hearts right now and we are going to uh, get ready for our announcements. And so I want you to prepare, amen, hallelujah, amen, get your calendars out, amen, write down what you need to write down, hallelujah, all right, so that you can keep up. And listen, I, I'm, I'm, and I've heard this and I've seen this happen as we pastor, that announcement time is the most wasted time, they say, in church. <laughs> Why? Because even though we have announcements, somebody's going to come back and say, what time is that supposed to happen again? And, and when are we going to gather for this or when are we going to gather for that? So to God be the glory anyhow, hallelujah, glory to God, amen. We're going to prepare our hearts, amen. And at this time, amen, Prophetess Serena Bradley is going to come, amen. And she is going to give us our morning announcements. So amen, let's give God glory for her, amen, as she comes, amen, hallelujah, to give us the announcements this morning. For those of you who are listening by way of our uh, our uh, podcast, you can't hear what is going on or what's taking place, but we just want to encourage you all to please do join us for our, uh, our podcast. Oh, here. We'll make it so you can hear it. conference and facilitated by none other than author Nia Daniels from Burlington, New Jersey. She has authored books, Grace to Live on Purpose, and you do not want to miss this dynamic time of fellowship and vision right here on the Zoom. It will be in the Zoom teleconference on Friday, June the 12th, beginning at 7 p.m. from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., this workshop is totally free. Join in, get your vision, get creative, bring your tools. If you have any questions or anything, email Oasis Apostolic and Prophetic Network, and we'll be happy to give you any additional instructions or directions that you may need. But that's via Zoom teleconference this Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Open Network Apostolic Academy will resume pastoral training class this Saturday, June the 13th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That class is being held via Zoom teleconference. That class is absolutely free, and you do not want to miss. This is the next to the last class, and that is this Saturday on June the 13th, beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, pastoral training class. On Tuesday, June the 16th, and Tuesday, June the 23rd, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Apostle Fran Stubbs and the Open Network will be hosting an Apostolic Roundtable Discussion. This will be hosted from Apostle Francesca Stubbs and the Prophets of the Open Network. You do not want to miss that Tuesday the 16th and Tuesday, June the 23rd, at 9 p.m. Apostolic Roundtable Discussion, hosted and facilitated by Apostle Francesca Stubbs. Join Oasis Church Orlando on Sunday, June 21st for a very special Father's Day service beginning at 12 o'clock noon right here via Facebook Live and Oasis Church Orlando Facebook page. Final class for pastoral training session one will conclude on Saturday, June the 27th at 9 a.m. That class, it will be the final class of the first session of pastoral training, and that's Saturday, June 27th at 9 a.m. via Zoom teleconference. Oasis Church Orlando invites you to join in every Friday evening for our Friday night Bible study, and that is casted via Zoom teleconference every Friday beginning at 7.30 p.m. This will conclude our announcements at this time. Please feel free to join in, be a part of, connect with the Oasis Church Orlando. You can connect via Facebook. You can also visit our website. And also catch all teachings and trainings via live on the Oasis Television Network, streaming 24 hours a day via Roku streaming service. We thank you for joining us today and continue in our morning service. Amen. 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 We praise God. Hallelujah for all that the Lord is doing. We thank God for Prophetess Bradley and for those announcements on today. Hallelujah, amen. And for allowing the Lord to, to use her on this morning, amen, to bring the announcements, praise God. We just thank God, amen, for his goodness and his mercy. We thank him, hallelujah, for just bringing forth the word on today and for just having his way in our midst today. Hallelujah, amen. And we thank God, for just, amen, being in our midst, amen, hallelujah. So listen, we are preparing our hearts, amen, for the part of the service at this time that everybody can participate in, and then we're going to get ready for the word. We want you to, amen, participate, amen, hallelujah, and get your tithes and your offerings ready, amen. We want to, amen, praise God, prepare our hearts, amen, so that we can give. And listen, no amount is too small and no amount is too large, amen. And we don't want us to be moved by the things that we are facing, amen. You can take the time to sow your seed into good ground. So at this time, we're going to prepare for our offering 
And after the offering, the next portion of service that you will hear will be ready for the word of God. Amen. And I know you're ready to hear this word on today because I'm ready to share. Amen. What God is saying to us on today. Amen. So let's get ready. Praise God for our offering at this time. took the opportunity, amen, and the time, praise the Lord, to be able to give hallelujah on today. Glory to God, amen, hallelujah. It's a time to rejoice when we can give our tithes and our offering unto the Lord. Glory to God, amen. I want to welcome you all again, hallelujah, to this time of sharing in the word of God on today hallelujah amen and we want to thank god for each one of you you could be spending your time doing whatever else you wanted to do amen praise the lord but you decided to spend this time with us on today now i want to share with you on today and i understand that there's so so much going on but listen to me we have to hear the word of the lord amen and and a prophetic word Amen. To be able to get us into alignment with what God is saying. Hallelujah. And how God is moving in our midst on today. And so I want to encourage you today to get your Bibles, get your pen and your paper. Hallelujah. Amen. And let your ears be made open on today because we need to hear what the spirit is saying. And so, Father, we thank you, God, even as your word is about to go forth. Father, that you would release the word, oh God, with power, 
with authority, with anointing. It's only you know how. Move friend out the way. God, speak to my mind. Speak to my heart. Give your people ears to hear what your spirit is saying. Make my tongue as a ready writer in the name of Jesus. And God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we magnify you for it right now in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so let's get our Bibles. We're going to a uh, familiar verse of scripture. Praise God. Amen. And I want to share with you all uh, what the Lord was speaking to me. And this was just resonating in my spirit. Um, and I want to be able to be clear. Praise God on what I need to say on today. And I know, again, there is so much going on. And this is not a political message. This is not a racially charged message. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so we must be clear, amen, that the gospel is the gospel. You can tear it out. You can burn it. But it ain't going to change. Hallelujah. That God's word is settled in heaven. You can't change what his word says. You don't have to like it. Hallelujah. But if you want to see his face, amen, and peace, you better obey it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this morning, I want to uh, read a couple of verses of scripture to you and share uh, a, a prophetic thought with you. And prayerfully, this will meet you where you are and encourage you and charge your hearts on today. I want to start first, amen, in the book of Mark. And we're going to Mark the uh, second chapter of the book of Mark. Amen. And we're going to read, we're going to begin there. And again, I want to thank God for all of you who are watching on this morning on whatever it is that you're watching, whether it is YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Periscope, or on our podcast. Thank God for you. Let's get to the word. Mark chapter 2, amen, and the 21st and 22nd verse. Now, first of all, let me back up first and let me read to you. And start at the 18th verse because first Jesus starts digging at the heels of the Pharisees because they always got something to say. You ever been around folks and they just always got something to say, okay? Now, we're we, we going to help them out, those of you who always got something to say. All right, here we go. Mark chapter 2, we're going to start at 18. Let's start at the 18th verse first. Amen. It says, and the disciples, and I'll read it from the King James Version, and the disciples of John... And of the Pharisees used to fast. And they come to him and said to him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast, but thy disciples fast not? And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come. Hallelujah. Somebody say, it will come. And I want to say that they are here. Hallelujah. When the bridegroom shall be taken away from them and they shall fast in those days. No man soweth also soweth a piece of new cloth on an old garment. Else the new piece that filled it up taketh away from the old and the rent is made worse. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles. Else the new wine does burst the bottles and the wine is spilled and the bottles will be marred. But the new wine must be put into new bottles. Now, I want to uh, preface what I'm getting ready to say to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that as you read the Synoptic Gospels, you read Matthew, you read Mark, you read Luke, and you will find that this same idea, this same story, this same parable is shared in those gospels. But there are different 
parts that are said in one that are not said in the other. And so therefore we want to go to Matthew and I want to look at Matthew uh, the ninth chapter and we're going to look at the 16th verse because I want to say, I want to be able to share with you what Matthew saw that Mark did not. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And so we are in Matthew chapter nine and we're going to look at verse 16 and 17. Okay. Well, let's go on back. Hallelujah. You know how we got to do. He, here he is. He's talking about fasting again, but look at verse 15. And Jesus said to them, and I'm reading from the ESV on this one right here. And Jesus said to them, can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth onto an old garment for the patch tears away from the garment. And a, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, listen to what Matthew says. If it is, the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put in fresh wineskins and so both, hallelujah, are preserved. God Hallelujah is doing a work in us right now and the work and we've been talking about this those of you that are uh, that are in, a, in that are part of the open network we've been talking about this since December 19 or 2019 okay we've been talking about this since December tw uh, 2019 before the new year came in hallelujah as we gathered and as we met together we talked about Amen. God bringing us a new wineskin and us being able to preserve and be able to change into what God is doing in our midst without spilling the wine. And what we are experiencing right now is a ripping away of the old for the new wineskin. What God is doing in our midst right now, he is trying to rip away everything that is in the way of what he wants to do. He is tearing down old structures. He is tearing down, hallelujah, amen, and all of our monuments that we have erected in the place of our worship. Hallelujah. He is, amen, busting up everything that, amen, that we have, even our ideologies. I don't care if we are believers or if there are some who are unbelievers. God is busting up everything that's not like him. And so we have to understand that in order for God to bring in the new, you got to tear down the old. And see, our problem is we don't like change and we always get in church and especially, you know, us spirit filled believers, we want to come to church and we want to jump and shout and we want to talk about how we giving God glory and we thank God and God is going to do the new thing. And we quote Isaiah and we say what the scripture says about God doing a new thing. Hallelujah. Among us. Hallelujah. And shall you not know it? Here's the thing. When Isaiah was prophesying that and saying that, you know, let me, let me tell you what he was really saying. What he was saying is, God is going to move in the midst of you, but you're not going to see it. <laughs> Some people are not going to be able to recognize a bona fide, genuine move of God. Why is that? Because we don't like change. And Jesus is helping them to understand. He's speaking to John's uh, 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 followers, and he's also speaking to the Pharisees. And he's telling them because they stuck in the old thing. 
They want to know how come this is the way John did it. How come this is not the way you doing it, Jesus? How come you not doing what John did? How come you not? How come your people not doing what John's disciples did? And so sometimes we have, Amen, the issues of comparison, and we're looking at, Hallelujah, what other people are doing, and we're looking at what other people are saying, and we're looking at how other people are going for, and we miss what God is doing right in front of us because we're so busy doing comparison. We're so busy looking at what somebody else is doing. We're so busy trying to find, you know what I'm saying, what's going on with somebody else. And here Jesus is telling them plain, okay? Let me go back to, let me go back to, I want to compare the last couple of verses. When you read the 22nd verse of Mark chapter 2, he says, and no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine does burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles will be marred, but new wine must be put into new bottles. Here, what Mark is doing is he's telling you the consequences of not uh, pivoting. <laughs> he's telling you the consequence of not Amen. Entering into a place of transformation. He's telling you uh, the consequence of, of your failure to transition into a new thing when God is doing it. Even though you love your old. Even though you love the way you used to. Even though you love the way things used to be. Even though you love the way things were. You have a problem. Amen. The consequence of not transitioning into the new when, the, when God is presenting it is that you're going to not just lose what, what your, what the thing that you are using to carry what you carry, but you're going to use what you, you're going to lose what you're carrying. You're going to lose the wine and you're going to lose the wine skin because you don't want to transition because you don't like change because you don't want to, amen, pivot, amen, because you like your old foundation. You like the way you used to. You like the way we, we did it like this forever. We always been like this. Let me tell you something. I want you to look prophetically with prophetic eyes. I understand and I hear what everybody's arguments about. Well, people are outside and they are, they are, um, uh, they are uh, protesting outside, amen, and all these things, but nobody's, you know, what about them going to church? And, you know, how come y'all can go outside for a protest, but you didn't go to church? Well, I didn't go to the protest, so just so that you know, I've been in my house. Hallelujah, glory to God, because I believe what I believe. Amen, so I thought I would throw that in there. But let me tell you something. We kept talking about and prophesying a move of God. Let me, let me, let me pull up some old prophecies on some of us. Amen. Especially some of us who kept talking about God is going to move and the young people are going to rise up and God is going to use them. Let me tell you something. Just because a move of God don't begin in the church, don't, it don't mean it's not a move of God. Hello, somebody. Just because the uprising that you see and the fire that's falling is not in the church doesn't mean that it's not a move of God. Hello. When the church, listen, the Bible says, and Jesus said, he said, if, if, and that if we don't open our mouths, that the rocks themselves would cry out and God will raise a rock to cry out against injustice when his prophets will not. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. And see, here's the thing. We want to look at stuff with our natural eye. We want to look at our, look at what's going on, even in the things that's happening in the natural. When you don't have a prophetic view, when you can't see like God see, when you can't see what God has said all along, 
Hallelujah. When that new wineskin comes, you're so busy worried about the wineskin that you forgot that the most important thing was not the wineskin, it's the wine. And so what we have not learned how to do, we have not learned how to switch wineskins without spilling wine. And I was emphasizing this to the prophets and to the leaders in our network in December. And I was saying that to them that we have got to learn because what is coming, amen, we are going to have to learn how to pivot into this thing without spilling the wine. Hallelujah. What God is doing, amen, he's pulling us out of our old. He's pulling us out of what's comfortable. He's pulling us out of what we relied on. Come on here, somebody. Some of you have relied on your church buildings. Some of you, amen, hallelujah, didn't know how to pivot, didn't know how to change everything about this season. Hallelujah, amen, hallelujah. It prophesies change. It prophesies make adjustment. Come on, amen. And if you don't know how to adjust, then you're going to miss the opportunity. Glory to God to reach those that you're supposed to reach because you can't pivot. And so what God is doing is he's ripping us away. Glory to God from the old for the new wine skin. He's ripping up. Listen to me. No man can't lay another foundation except what has already been laid. So what does that mean? That means that if what is there ain't right, we got to get a sledgehammer, take to it and bust it up. <laughs> Listen to me, because here is our difficulty. Everybody wants to drink the wine, but how many people can handle what it takes to preserve the wine? It's the preservation process that matters. This is what this is what Matthew was talking about. When you get to the ninth chapter in the 17th verse in Matthew, he said, neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins will burst and the wine is spilled. We're spilling the wine and don't realize it because we want to hold on to what's old. We're spilling all that God has put on the inside because we don't want to let go of the old and get a new wineskin, get a new mindset, get a new mentality, get a new amen vision. Get a new amen hallelujah outlook on how God is doing what he's doing. You want to do it the old way, the way that we've always done it. But listen to me, Linda, you're not going to be able to to do everything the way that you used to do it. Why? Because you need a new wine skin. Come on here, somebody. We're in a new season. We have to realign ourselves into this new place that God has called us to. And so it's time for you to get your eye off of the wine skin and get your eye on the wine. Let's preserve the wine. At the wedding, the most important thing is not what's not the case that is carried in. Glory to God, but the wine itself. Let me tell you something. Here is a prophetic word relating to that. We got used to the vessels that were coming before us that God had to rip those vessels from out of our purview, out of our forefront so that he can present the wine because we got caught up in the vessel. Come on here, somebody. And because you put emphasis on the thing that was not important, the vessel is not important. It's the wine that the vessel is in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that vessel has to be able to grow and to stretch. This is what Jesus was talking about. Because when you start talking about putting wine into wine skins, if you put a new wine into an old wine skin, what happens to that wine is that wine over time, the gases start building up. Amen. And those skins have to be stretched. And what happens when, when, when those skins start stretching and you, what you have to do first is you have to wash the wine skin. If you wash the wine skin and then you put it to an old piece, uh, put an old piece of wine skin with a new wine skin, 
and then you try to wash that, that's going to tear. You can't put old and new together. You're going to have to get rid of that. Sometimes you just got to do a mind dump. Come on here, somebody. Sometimes you're going to have to just do a spirit dump. Just dump out everything that you thought you knew, everything that you thought you believed, everything that you, you thought you stood for, and let God challenge you for the new. Let God challenge you for a new place. I'm not talking about letting go of what's right and righteous. I'm talking about the stuff that you've been holding on to that you know ain't no good, that you really just believed it only because mama taught you that or because or because your favorite preacher told you that but you didn't book that you didn't find that in the word come on people where y'all at y'all here getting this word are you receiving this word come on hallelujah so we got to get to the place hallelujah that we understand that god amen is ripping away what is old because he wants to bring in to bring us into something new you gotta be able to hold what god wants to pour out in this hour you gotta be able to stretch hallelujah glory to god with the move of god that's taking place right now hallelujah i believe wholeheartedly that what we see in the street that those listen we talking about, and I'm trying not to get ahead of myself because we have these prophetic roundtables that are coming up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I'm telling you what we see on the streets. Glory to God is a move of God, whether you can see it or not. Because, because the Bible says they call, we call the young because they are strong. What Those that are strong are out on the streets saying, we're not going to take it no more. Y'all going to do right. Y'all going to do right. And let me tell you why this is so necessary. Can I, can I give you some Bible on this? If you don't, if you don't rejoice, amen, over this kind of change, you don't understand that this is what's going to open the way for revival. If there are, if there are prejudices, and let me, let me go back a little bit. Let me just go back a little bit because every, every, every century, God has to take us through some, some changes. And really these changes that we go through, amen, they go, we go through these changes every 20 years. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Those, these growth spurts and these things that we go through, prophetic cycles every 20 years. Amen. Hallelujah. And as we go through these prophetic cycles every 20 years, amen, by the time we end that, it's a generation. Hallelujah. And by the time we end that generation, it's usually a century. Amen. And we come into a new century. Amen. And as we come into a new century, we see ourselves being stretched, being challenged, being changed, being transformed, being pushed into something new, being pushed, amen, hallelujah, into something that we didn't know that this is what God had in mind when he said that. See, a lot of times we hear God speak and we think he means this, but he meant that. When we hear revival, we always think church. Sometimes there are, the, 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 the scripture talks about God coming and reviving the stones to you, the stones that were burnt. Now in the Bible, stones were monuments. They were things that were set up for memorial. And so there, there are some things, amen, that have been set in place, glory to God, that we forgot about that God got to speak revival to it, okay? Now, let me go back for a second. Let me go back for a second because what I was trying to explain to you is the fact that, and I'm running out of time, but but I need you to understand that, that us seeing what we're seeing in the streets, what we're seeing in the streets, we prophesy we said that God is going to bring a move of God and the young people are going to rise up and the young people are going to do this and the young people are going to do that. Come on here, somebody. And and now that they're doing it, we're saying, that, listen to me. I saw, and I'm going to just say it, Intercessors for America, which I love 
that organization because they usually put out, you know, stuff about, you know, the intercessors staying on point, but they are so blind and they have no prophetic view. Let me tell you something. You can't just try to see without seeing what God is saying. And so in their mindset, they're like, this is rebellion and God is not for rebellion. Well, listen to me. Everything that began with a move of God began in rebellion. And if that's the case, we need to look back at, amen, amen, hallelujah, amen, the Calvinists, amen, hallelujah. We need to look back at Martin Luther when he, when he nailed those, those 99 theses to the door. That was rebellion. And it brought about change to the church. I need you to change your mind because God is ripping the old. You got to preserve the wine skin. Get shot. Get, you got to preserve the wine. So let me go back to what, 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 what Matthew said. Matthew says, neither is new wine put into old wine skins. If it is the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed. Listen to the last sentence, but new wine is put into fresh wine skins. So both are preserved. God wants to preserve the vessel and he wants to preserve the wine because the vessels carry the wine. For some of us, we did not know how to pivot the way God wanted us to. So we missed it. Amen. And so what we are seeing in the earth right now is the bursting of old wineskins. We see the bursting of old wineskins because what was there cannot carry what's getting ready to take place. It's not all going to be good, but let me tell you something. It's not all going to be bad. Hallelujah. We got to understand that what God is doing right now, some of us, amen, hallelujah, got to come on the scene. Listen, prophets are, are, are come to be able to build up, to tear down, to destroy, and to rebuild. Listen, you got to understand that you can't build on what's old if that old foundation is dilapidated. If that old foundation has cracks in it. If that old foundation, amen, cannot withstand, amen, or did not withstand the storm. You got to understand, amen, that some of us that are in church right now, some of us religious folks are bursting at the seams because we are not prepared for the stretching. Just like that old wineskin. God gonna put that fresh wine in there, Amen. We thought we could hold it, but instead we started bursting at the seams because we did not let God stretch us. We did not let God prepare us. We did not, amen, prepare our vessels. Listen, the Bible talks us, amen, about our vessels. And the scripture says, let every man possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. You got to know how to possess this vessel. If you don't know how to possess this vessel, you're not going to be able to know how to possess this wine. And this is what... Matthew said, he said, but the wine is put, new wine is put into fresh wine skin so that both are preserved. Mark looked at the consequence of not having a new wine skin. Matthew showed you, listen, get what's new because God, and I'm not talking about following trends. I'm not trying to talk about follow what's popular. I'm not trying to talk about, amen, that you got to do what your neighbor is doing. What I'm saying to you is this. You need, amen, to know how to switch and to change when God says change. If he's telling you, amen, listen, you can't get an upgrade with the old thing. Come on. Isn't it something that even on your computers, when you upgrade your computer, you find out that some old, some of your old files are not compatible <laughs> with the upgrade. Some of the old files are not compatible with what's new that you put on your computer. Come on. Amen. So why is it? And then what you have to do is you have to find something else that's comparable 
that will work with your upgrade. Have you taken the time to find out what God has for you that's going to work with your upgrade? You still trying to stay with the old Jesus was frustrated with the, with the Pharisees and with John's disciples because they were stuck on what was old. Listen, here he is, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, standing before them and they stuck on what's old. You can't even see a move of God is sitting in front of you. Amen. And listen, I want to make the statement that some rebellions are necessary. Some rebellions are necessary. Why are they necessary? They're necessary to get us ready. Because it, if we are not, what I found out is God will offend our minds to reach our hearts. And there are some things that have to bring offense to us to get us in position. And so I want to challenge you today, amen, to begin to go to God so that you will begin to know how to walk in this new thing without losing the wine. Can you, can you switch wine skins without spilling? The wine. Many of us have spilled what God has given us because we're so busy looking in the natural and not looking in the spirit. I'm going to tell you, we are ripe and prepared for a move of God. God is positioning us. Everything that is happening is one thing on top of the other in preparation for a move of God. And I want to tell you that, amen, our steps are ordered by the Lord. Amen. The steps of America are ordered by the Lord. Why? Because righteous people live in America. So God is not going to forsake us. I want you to, amen, not look at things in the natural, but I need you to pray for, 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 for prophetic insight, for prophetic foresight, so that you will be able to understand what God is saying to you so that you don't miss and you don't spill this wine that God has for you. Our foundations are being tested right now, but it's all right. It is necessary so that God can rip us away from that old and give us a new wineskin so that we can hold this wine so that when it stretches, when the stretching comes, hallelujah, glory to God, that we will be prepared for it so that when the stretching comes, we won't cast it aside. When the stretching comes, we won't regurgitate it. When the stretching comes, we'll be able to hold what God has imparted into us on the inside. I want to thank God for every one of you that are watching on today. Hallelujah, because I believe, amen, that God is challenging each and every one of us to pivot in this hour. Amen. Let him rip away the old so we can get this new wineskin, so we can walk in the fullness of what God is saying, so that we can stand in the fullness of the power of God. And I want to encourage you, amen, meet us on Tuesday night, amen, because we're going to do a prefate or preface to our prophetic roundtable. Our prophetic roundtable begins on the 16th. Amen. And then part two will be on the 23rd, I believe it is. Amen. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a powerful, powerful gathering. And it is going to be a, a roundtable, but it is also going to be a, a town hall for the church, a meeting of the minds. Hallelujah. So we can share what God is saying prophetically because there's the new wineskin that God has given us. And we got to be ready. And it's a bad thing. Hallelujah. Amen. When the prophets have dim eyes. Mm, glory to God. So you got to pray for your sight that God will open your eyes so that you can see like he sees. So that you can declare what he is saying. So that the people of God are not lost. And so that we don't miss what God's heart is. What his mind is. And what his intention is. Hallelujah. For this move of God. If you have not caught this yet. I need you, and amen, if you caught this on the end, I need you to go back to the beginning, hallelujah, and get it from the beginning.
Because I'm telling you, we are on a chasm. Hallelujah. And the thing that we're about to fall over into is not just tribulation, but it's the move of God. So I want to challenge you today to change your mindset. It's time to pivot. Glory to God into the new. It's time to pivot. Hallelujah. Amen. So that you can see what God is seeing. Amen. And that you can say what God is declaring to us in this hour. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for those that are watching. And I pray that you would cause this word that they have heard. And those that are listening. That what they have heard and what they are watching would challenge them. That they would deal with every old mindset every old habit, every old issue, everything that has blocked them, everything that has prevented them from walking in the fullness of the things of God. And Lord, we ask you today that, Lord, that you would move in our midst, that you would speak to our hearts, that you would cause us, Lord, to be transformed by the word that we have heard. Help us, God, that we don't allow what you have given us to be spilled in the ground. We want to make good use of what you have given us and be good stewards over the gifts that you have placed on the inside of us. And we give you praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Our Lord. In Jesus name. We thank you for joining us today. And I pray that something has been said. That has encouraged you. And blessed you. In Jesus name. Amen. and peace and God bless you. This is Apostle Francis and I want to thank you for taking the time to watch our programming on today. I know that you could have chosen to watch any program but we want to take the time to thank God for you and for you watching on today. If you have been blessed by this program and you would like to be able to sow into good ground, we invite you to sow into this ministry. You can do so by sowing by cash app you can uh, go to Cash App and do the dollar sign, O-A-P-N, and the number one, um, and that will allow you to sow seed. Or you can go to our website and sow your seed by our website. You can go to openmedia.org, O-A-P-N-M-E-D-I-A.org. We want to hear from you. If you've been blessed by this program and you want to touch bases with us. We want to hear from you. Let us know how this ministry has been effective in your life. You can email us at oasischurchorl oasischurchorl at gmail.com We are so looking forward to hearing from you. Can I pray for you before we leave? Father, we just pray right now for those that are watching. We pray for every need that they have. We pray, God, that even in the midst of all that we are facing and all that we are going through in the world and in the nation on today, that you would show yourself that you are God and that beside you there is none other. We thank you, Father, for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for your encouragement. We thank you for strengthening us for the days that are ahead. We know that without you, we can do nothing. But in you and through you, we can do all things because you are our strength. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you again. And listen, if you're not saved and you watch this program and you want to know Jesus and the pardon of your sin, the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, 
that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so I want to invite you to invite Jesus into your life. You can do that by just simply praying a simple prayer. It's really just about turning your heart from your sin and deciding to live for Christ. So you don't have to pray with any magnificent words. All you have to do is just ask the Lord to forgive you of your sin and to come into your life and to forgive you. And he will do just that. So let's pray. Father, I come to you as I am and I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me and make me whole today. Fill me with your spirit. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. And your word says that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead, that I will be saved. And I believe today by faith that I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Give us a call at 910-239-7923, or you can email us at oasischurchorl at gmail.com. Again, thank you for watching this broadcast, and God bless you is always my prayer. Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's.